0: Have you ever thought to yourself, I wish I knew how to find the best grants for me, grants I actually had a chance of winning? Maybe I'm just not a good enough writer to win grants. I just can't seem to get people to see the value of my work in my community. I know my work is incredibly important. If only I could get more grant makers to see that, I could do so much more good in the world. Well, if you have had any of those thoughts, I recommend checking out my comprehensive online grant writing course, grant writing made easy in this self-paced six module course. I will teach you how to find the perfect grant opportunities for you, write well-researched, compelling grant proposals, and build long lasting relationships with funders that set you up for future success. Grant writing made easy is the fastest way to learn everything you need to know to write grant proposals that help you fund the incredible work you do and leave your mark on the world. So if any of that sounds interesting to you, if you enroll now, you'll also get these exclusive bonuses. Bonus number one, 30 days of writing exercises emailed to you. Bonus number two, access to our private members only Facebook group. Bonus number three, a $600 coupon code for a one-year subscription to GrantStation's Grants Database. And bonus number four, 11 live online writing workshops per year. And you get lifetime access to all of this. So head on over to www.WriteGoodCo.com forward slash GrantWritingPro to learn more. You can choose one payment or you can even choose monthly payments and get started for just $97 today. Again, head on over to writegoodco.com forward slash pro. This is the Write Good Podcast, and I'm Dr. Krista Kerlinkus, owner of Write Good, Grant Writing, and Communications for the Greater Good. Thank you so much for tuning in today. This week, we're going to talk about a question that I addressed in my Grant Writing Made Easy course Facebook group's weekly live broadcast several weeks ago. Someone asked me what they should do to change up their grant applications from year to year when they're applying for the same grant more than a year in a row. And I absolutely love when my students ask me questions like this because these are the kinds of questions that you have once you've really gotten into grant writing and gotten into requesting funding year after year after year, which is a good thing. Consistency is a good thing. So this is definitely a more advanced question, and I'm really excited to share some of my tips with you today on what to do if you find yourself in this situation. And this has come from my work with clients for years, and even working as a development director for an organization that had been applying with the same funders for many, many years. All right, let's jump right in. The most basic question you need to ask yourself when you are applying for the same grant over and over is, did I win funding from them last year? This might seem like a no-brainer but your approach when you're applying for a grant for the second or even third time should vary, of course, depending upon your success with this particular grant maker in the past. So let's start with the scenario of applying for the grant after being unsuccessful the previous time you've applied. So first of all, if you didn't win funding the last year, but you thought your program was a great fit for the opportunity or your organization in general, if it's for general operating funds, I really want to emphasize how important it is that you are proud of your program and your organization. Don't feel that the work you're doing isn't valuable just because you didn't get that grant last time. So have confidence in your program and your mission and know that the rate of success in applying for a new grant, so a grant for the first time with with a specific funder is pretty low. Generally only 30% of first time applicants get that funding. So the point is you should definitely not take it personally when a grant maker doesn't award the first time you apply. Keep your head up and determine what it is you can do to improve your chances of success the next time. So here are a few concrete steps you can take to make improvements to your grant proposal and increase your odds of winning funding this time around. After you're notified of your application's rejection, call that foundation or grant maker and talk to one of their grants people. Ask them for feedback on your application and ask them for the reasons for not accepting the proposal. Now, it's important when you make this call or write this email, if that's what you do, either one is fine, that you really have a positive and polite attitude, since this contact is the first step in developing that lasting relationship with the grant maker, even after your grant's rejection. And if you're a little nervous about making the call or worried that whomever you talk to won't be interested in helping you, don't worry. The program officers are paid to talk to nonprofit professionals like yourself and to make sure the grants that they award are going to organizations and programs that fit their funding priorities. These individuals are generally going to be happy to hear from you and to help you put together a better application next time. Often, new nonprofits, especially that get rejected the first few times they apply for grants from some large foundations, Then go on to keep the channels of communication open with program officers there. And over the years of applying again and again, they actually took the advice of that grant maker on how to improve their, not just their grant application, but oftentimes their programming um, and grew their organizational capacity and were eventually awarded the grant they have been applying for year after year. Now, of course, it probably isn't your goal to apply for funding from the same foundation for three or four years and get rejected each time, but the moral of the story holds. If you're persistent in your progress and take advice willingly from grantmakers and graciously, they will help you craft better and better proposals each year, if they're a good, helpful foundation. When you reach out to them, the best thing you can do is ask them if your organization is welcome to resubmit an application in the next funding cycle, or at least be explicit in sharing your intent to apply again. When you let them know that you do plan to reapply, it makes clear to them that you're not just calling to complain about not being awarded the funding, but you're truly interested in knowing how to improve your application. It's also going to give them a heads up to look out for your application in the next round. I really recommend taking a moment during this phone call or email to ask them if you can reach out to them again if any questions come up as you're putting together that next application. Finally, during this moment of contact, you can ask them if they know of any other grant makers that might be interested in supporting your work. Now, this tip might not seem as obvious, But there are honestly some times when it does not make sense to apply to the same funder again. So if you've figured out or they've told you that their priorities really don't align with theirs, even though perhaps you thought that they did, then it's not smart to waste time applying for it again. But even if the grantmaker's funding priorities do align with your work, it's still a great move to ask about other opportunities that might be a good fit that they know of. This shows the grantmaker you are proactive and that any investment they make in your organization is going to be just a part of your grant funding in your budget. Now, besides calling or emailing the grantmaker and finding out what you can do better next time, you should also send a paper copy of a letter to them thanking them for their time reviewing your application and letting them know that you're interested in developing a relationship with them. This is a lot like sending letters to donors or volunteers thanking them for their contributions. Even if you don't win funding from a grant maker, they still took the time to review your application. Especially if one of their program officers takes the time to speak with you on the phone about how you can improve your application, it's very important that you send a formal thank you letter to them. Now, after you find out from them what you can do better next time, it's time to apply their suggestions. Sometimes they will give you specific tips, but if they don't, you aren't totally out of luck. There are professional grant writing consultants out there like me who can coach you through steps you can take to improve your application. If you'd like to learn more about our grant consulting services, you can find more info at the link in the show notes. Often when a grant maker doesn't accept a grant proposal, it's a matter of you just didn't directly answer the questions the application asks of you, or you're not clearly aligning the funder's goals with your program or your program with the funder's goals. Now these aren't huge problems to fix and they really just require closer attention the next time around. One technique that I suggest is to make what I call a T-chart. On the left side of a piece of paper, make a list of the grantmaker's funding goals and priorities. Often you can find these on their website think back to your call with the grantmaker too. Read their mission statement, their call for proposals. These will all have clues as to what the grant maker really cares about. You can also check out who they've made awards to in the past three years. Usually on their website, you can also find that information on 990finder.foundationcenter.org. So if you just type in 990, the actual letters, finder.foundationcenter.org, you will be able to search for that organization and see who they've made awards to in the past. Now, once you have the grantmakers' funding goals and priorities on the left side of this t-chart, then on the right side, you write your organization's goals and the outcomes and deliverables of your programs. Then you can connect those two one-to-one Now, if you find that it's really hard to connect the two sides of the page or the chart, then maybe it's not a great fit for you. But you might also find yourself making some really interesting connections, which you can then emphasize in your next grant proposal. Sometimes the reason that a grant proposal wasn't successful is that it had one or two particular weaknesses. If your conversation with the grant maker leads you to believe this is the case, then take the time to focus on those sections. For example, if your program design could use some work according to the grant maker or maybe just that's what you found, then definitely revisit that and get some feedback on it from someone outside of your organization. It might be that you have a fantastic program, but you just had a hard time putting it into words or thinking about it from the perspective of an outsider and what they need to know in order to understand everything that you know about it. Once you've been running a program for several years, you will be able to also get statistics and keep records of your successes and add that new information from year to year. Another thing that you should update every year, regardless of whether you get the grant or not, is the statement of need or the problem statement. So demographic statistics And all of this other information about your need changes from year to year. So you definitely need to take the time to update those because even if you are getting the grant from the grant maker, they don't want to be reading the same thing year to year and thinking about an outdated problem. They need up-to-date statistics to make sure that you still need the funding that you're requesting. They also want to see that you are keeping on top of what's going on with this problem or or with your community. And this is the way to show them. That also means you need to update the statistics about the success of your program from one year's application to the next. So how many people did you serve that year? What was the percent increase from last year? Illustrating your growth might also mean including new testimonials from program participants. Storytelling is one of the most important parts of grant writing and keeping your stories fresh and new is very important. Ultimately, my advice is that regardless of whether you're winning grants from the grantmaker or not, if you continue to reapply with them, you need to make contact with them and get their feedback. So I even do this with my clients. We have one grant maker that gives them the same two grants every single year. But every single year we really show up and put in the effort to improve our grant application with them take in the feedback that they gave us from the previous year and improve now if you are applying with that same grant maker you're winning from year after year you also want to make sure you're keeping up with those reports so grant reporting whether it's once a quarter or twice a year make sure you're keeping up with those and you're also really engaged with them regarding the success of the program that they're supporting because that is a key part of wanting to fund you year after year. Dialogue is the single most important part of developing a strong relationship with a foundation. If you take anything away from this episode, it should be that you need to reach out to grant makers both before and after you submit a proposal to them. When you hear success stories about nonprofits winning grants from the same foundation year after year after year, I promise you that their secret to success is having a solid relationship with that funder. The channels of communication are always open between them. So that is all I have for you today. I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode. I hope that you'll tune in for the next one. Remember, you can subscribe to us on iTunes or SoundCloud, and we would love it if you would give us a review. If you have something that you'd like to hear me talk about on this podcast, please let me know send an email to support at writegoodco.com with the topic and just any surrounding details about it, maybe pertaining to how it's affecting your nonprofit or your academic work. And don't forget to check out our comprehensive grant writing course, Grant Writing Made Easy, if you are ready to become a grant writing pro. The link is in the show notes. And until next time, good luck with your grant writing.